1: All right, morning show with Anthony here on 92.9 and 96.9 EHM. Uh, Coming up Father's Day, on Father's Day, over at the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center, I am really excited for this event. Daniel Rudy Rudiger, the man who the film Rudy is based on, is going to be at the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center uh, on his motivational speaking tour, and he joins us on the phone right now. Daniel, how are you, my friend?
0: Uh, Good, and and you don't have a... Problem to calling me Rudy because my mother called me Daniel and that meant I was in problem. I have problems, so Rudy is friendly. That's yeah, I think my mother's only one to called me that.
1: All right, well, I don't um, want to take your mom's spot, cool. so I'll go with Rudy for yeah, sure. Right.
0: Okay, <laughs> right. um, and by the way, all our brothers were called Rudy's because they couldn't remember our name because I'm one of 14, so there you go. So everybody's <laughs> a Rudy. If, gotcha.
1: So when you're around and somebody yells out Rudy, 14 people turn around? Is that what happens?
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. They all claim they're Rudy. That's okay. There's a Rudy in all of us, (laughs) kind (laughs) of.
1: All right, now usually I do pretty extensive research when I do interviews, Rudy. Uh, I did zero research for this because I'm obsessed with this film. I've watched it 4,000 times. I I usually don't like to ask the typical questions, but I'm going to have to ask you some sure. of the typical questions because yeah, I'm so no, curious.
0: Course. No, no problem. I don't have a problem with that. And we just came out with our documentary, which you could watch on Amazon Prime, called Vertigo Rudy, 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 the Walk-On, which will give you a lot of information that's kind of missing in the movie. So that will help.
1: Oh, that is awesome. So that's on Amazon Prime?
0: Amazon Prime, Rudy, Rudy to the Walkout. All
1: right, we'll tell everybody to check that out. That's awesome. All yeah, right.
0: and our Broadway show will be on Amazon too. That's we just came off of Broadway. They filmed it and they're putting that on Amazon as well. Uh, so we're excited about that.
1: Oh, that's awesome! All right, so there's plenty to mm-hmm. to consume, and of course, seeing you live here. On uh, yeah, yeah. on Sunday the sixteenth is going to be good too. All right, so uh, give me the process behind. Obviously, you you went through you lived the life for how long from mm-hmm. when you finished college till when they started this idea of it'll be a book, it'll be a
0: movie. Oh, great question! I finished college in seventy six, in nineteen eighty two. I kept seeing the movie Rocky, Film of Dreams, and Hoosiers, those type of movies. And something came to the uh, started giving a nutrition on a thought that was given to me in the locker room at Notre Dame by a sports writer that after the game I was carried off. And why would they carry him off? Just a certain number of kids would carry this player off. Why? And that's never happened at Notre Dame. So he came up to me in the locker room and said, look, so I've been coming to Notre Dame football for 30 years uh, i am never witnessed this, and no one knew who you were. You only have a name on your jersey, but they're chanting Rudy. How how does this happen, and who are you? And uh, I said, well, basically, uh, I'm a nobody. I'm just an ordinary guy that that fulfilled a dream from my father. And uh, that's how I left her. He said, hey, this, only, this stuff only happens in Hollywood. And that's the thought that stayed with me. I saw Rocky, the message, and Hoosiers and Feel the Dream, just messages in those movies that initiated me to go to Hollywood in 1982 to put this this message together and the journey that I had at Notre Dame. The first guy I ever talked to about it was a gentleman I would watch on TV called Bobby by Jake, and he happened to be in the restaurant I was at, and he was the first guy I actually... Um, told the story to in Hollywood and he liked the story. said, this has value. So that kept me going from that positive thought, Ten years later, uh, I get the movie done through relationships I've had in Hollywood and in California by going through the process of failing many, many times in California. And I finally got the opportunity to talk to the writer, to a gentleman in South Bend that was a hotel manager, whose brother was in charge of Hoosiers, who was part of the movie team that did the movie Hoosiers, and he introduced me to uh, the writer of Hoosiers, and I went out to Santa Monica, California to go meet him. He basically didn't show up, so my insurance, because I sold insurance uh, and tuition told me to go find the guy, so I went out to the streets in Santa Monica and and built a little bit of relationship with a mailman. actually took me to the writer's house because he liked the story and uh, he said you should talk to him and I'm going to help you out. So he helped me because we all need breaks in life. We need people to help us every now and then and that's what happened. By knocking on that door wasn't the answer right away but it was the answer later on. Let me explain that. He was not interested in doing another sports movie, and he surely wasn't interested in doing a Notre Dame movie because he hated Notre Dame, and he wanted to change genres. He basically told me that up front, but he said, I did have a good story, but I kind of hung on to that. Two years later, I get a phone call from him because there was a kid from Cornell University who graduated and ended up at Orion Pictures as an executive, who was working on the movie Hoosiers, but another gentleman by the name, by the name of Mike Menofoy. And they uh, left Orion. They go over to Columbia Pictures and TriStar Pictures. Ends up with a two-pitcher deal with Columbia Pictures. His first movie he chose was So I Married Axe for Her, and he needed another movie. And he liked a sports movie. So I guys in from Hoosiers to see if they had an idea for a sports movie. Now, this is how valuable the knock on the door was. By the knock on that guy, Angelo Pizzo's door, they would never told him the story of the journey that I had at Notre Dame. Frank Price, who blessed it, who was the president of Columbia Pictures. Once he blessed it, uh, a month later, uh, he, he leaves Columbia. A new president comes in by the name of Mark Hanton, and he didn't like the script. So he kind of put it to the side. So Rob took the script, took it right over to Mike Benavoy at TriStar and got the movie approved. It went up and down, up and down. Once we got the movie approved, we had to go to Notre Dame. Now, Notre Dame, God bless them, the tougher they were, the better the movie got. They, They did not want to hear about this project, nor did they want me to walk on campus and talk about this project. So the athletic department asked me very nicely, professionally never to talk about the project again if we catch you talking about it on our athletes with everyone we'll borrow you from this university so i didn't talk about it anymore until i get the approval from tristar and i walked in to the uh provost at notre dame and tell them what we had and by the weekend we had the movie approved that's a long short of it that makes sense wow. so it took 10 years a lot of ups and downs
1: Here's what's fascinating about this, Rudy. Though, as I'm listening to you tell the story, you know, yeah. you never, you never even took no for an answer during the getting the film made. It, it you, the story yeah. of getting the film made mirrors the actual story of the right. actual film, which is kind of crazy.
0: Well, it's actually better than the movie <laughs> making the movie.
1: <laughs> hey, maybe well, that'll maybe that'll be the sequel. <laughs> maybe you got a sequel on your hands there. Who
0: knows? Well, that that's why the Rudy and Concert work and the. Uh, uh, dream big on Broadway work because all those elements are tied into that, and that's why the documentary work, uh, because they see everything that need, they need to see how this the journey works and why it works and, and ups and downs. Everybody has a Rudy in them somewhere, somehow. Yeah, they well, had struggles they had to overcome. That's, so why, that's why this works.
1: That's why yeah, I was gonna say that's that's why it works so well. Well, I I right. now I want to watch the Amazon thing, so I don't want you to ruin it for me. Yeah,
0: you, you'll like that. I'm not gonna tell you about it, but watch it. You'll, you'll be surprised.
1: But but give me your impressions now, because how involved were you in the filmmaking process, and when it was all oh, done, yeah. like how, was yeah, it accurate? It. Were you happy with it all once you saw the movie?
0: Well, you, you understand, I had to understand that I had to give them the creative integrity that they would make this work and and what Notre Dame involved they wanted it as close to the journey as you can because nothing can be perfect but they wanted it as close as you can so I had to really be there with the team also I cast Sean Aston. I found Sean Astin um, through a movie called Memphis Film so I was part of all that and i and instrumental in picking some of the actors. So it was cool. They allowed me to do that because it made sense. And uh, they understood how important it was. And they believed in me and I believed in them. So we worked as a good team.
1: Hopefully, you're, you're not going to get some of my next couple of questions here, but maybe you have. I don't know. Um, Go ahead. You You and your film are responsible for perhaps some of the greatest actors and filmmakers of all time. My absolute favorites from day one with swingers, Vince Vaughn and John Favreau. Yeah, they met,
0: right. they well, met on your movie
1: right. <laughs>
0: because uh, John Favreau was uh, his first movie, and Vince Vaughn, John had a big part in the movie, Rudy, and we casted him right out of Chicago, second city. They were improv guys, so they were very important, and John was very, very very him and Vince Vaughn were very, very involved and how a film was made and how it was produced. So it was there, they got to have the experience. They met the producers on our set. Also, that helped them develop Hoosiers and put Hoosiers, I'm not Hoosiers, uh, Swingers, where it should be. So, and now Favreau's one of the top directors of all time in Hollywood. My goodness, he's he's huge. Uh, I think his film's coming out in July. Lion King, I believe it's coming out in July, yeah, and uh, yeah Aladdin too so he's really he did Marvel the Marvel series and Iron Man series, so he's really really a good guy, and uh he doesn't doesn't forget where he came from, let me put it that way, <laughs> so
1: does he send you a fruit basket every year? he should he really no should. but
0: but no, but but he should, but he doesn't but that's okay, but you know he always compliments. Uh, Very positive when they interview him. They ask him about
1: Rudy compliments, so that's good. All right, that's cool. Uh, The other thing, because again, I'm I'm such a fan of the film. I I love the movie so much, and it's gotten all its accolades, but I love when it gets recreated elsewhere. Uh, So I was a big fan of Newsroom, and I was watching that series, and sure enough, one of the episodes, um, the main character explains the point of your movie And then the episode winds up taking on the persona of Rudy. Uh, so much so, have you seen this? Have you seen this episode of the newsroom? No. What? Oh my God, are you serious? See, I, Rudy, I was hoping to get something that we you've never talked about. Yeah. And now we have. Yeah. And I'm so happy. There's- oh my God.
0: I'll begin by saying that Will cries when he watches the movie. The Jersey
1: scene? Yes. Everybody cries at the Jersey scene. Jim. I never saw it. You haven't seen Rudy? Uh-oh. What were you doing when everyone else your age was living their lives? So, yeah, so the Jeff Daniels is an anchor, and he's basically going yeah. through this process. And uh, at one point, he has to pay for somebody to get out of some trouble that they're in because they're investigating some terrorist thing or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, towards the end, he so he brings up Rudy in the beginning of the episode. Well, I'm like, oh, how cool I'll is that? But at the end of the oh episode, everybody in the newsroom, everybody else who works there, comes into his office and puts a check down on his desk, similar to the Jersey scene.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, got, I have to research that for sure. Oh, my gosh. That's Re- awesome.
1: Yeah, research and check it out. It's such, it, like, when it happens, I'm like, oh, my, you don't even realize. They kind of sucker you in that you're watching the, the underdog story throughout this whole episode. Right. When they do that, it was like oh, the, con- my the conclusion of it all. So the, just your influence is still coming through television today, which is awesome.
0: Well, yeah, it's also in the military, too, that I'm finding out through the Navy SEALs and uh, also, too, with the uh, Green Berets. Uh, they use the message of the heart because, you know, they eliminate fear because they, they get the message out of the movie I eliminate fear, and they said, you, "Be a Rudy," and I didn't know that until I met people uh, that were in the Green Berets and also, uh, and and also in the Navy SEALs. They use that in their training, which is cool.
1: What What is it about? Like, is it the the your family, your heritage? What What do you think it is that I don't know.
0: I grew up blue collar, and you know, and and I was a dreamer, of course, and. I, was, I always thought I was in the box, and they were more protective because my dad was a union guy, 9 to 5, middle shift, and night shift, and ended up in the auto so And It's a good job to have a union job, and you can have a secure family, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's not what I wanted.
1: And that's amazing. All right, this is absolutely perfect for Father's Day, perfect for anybody... Yes who's in a tough spot or who is an entrepreneur struggling to get a business off the ground or any, this reaches any sort of person who's ever faced any sort of adversity. Uh, this is going to be good for, so I'm looking forward to Sunday, Rudy. I appreciate you giving us some time this morning. This was a pleasure to talk to you. Absolutely a pleasure.
0: Thanks. God bless you. Bye bye. All
1: right, man. Have a good one. There he goes. Uh, Rudy from the movie. Uh, that was cool. That was cool to talk to the guy. I think that show is going to be a lot of fun at the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center. Um, Rudy Rudiger, the walk-on coming to Amazon Prime. He let us know that little nugget. That's going to be fun to to watch. Uh, but always great to see this sort of thing live. June 16th, Father's Day. Perfect for the dads out there. An afternoon with Rudy at the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center. Get tickets and more info at W H B P A C. Dot org. He's the man responsible for inspiration and swingers and made and essentially Lion King, the remake. You could literally put that. I don't know if Favreau would be where he is today without being in Rudy and meeting Vince Vaughn and starting that whole trajectory. Uh, fun conversation with Daniel Rudy Rudiger right here on The Morning Show with Anthony.